Blog Talk Radio. To get a thousand miles from the Earth, a rocket would need this much power. It would take far more than a human lifetime. But a space station might look something like this. To get a thousand you are now listening Earth, to the technology KS3 Radio Show. Today's host, Kenneth Saunders III. Hello, hello, and good afternoon. This is the Technologist Cares 3 radio show. I am your host, Kenneth Saunders III. It is a beautiful day out here in Georgia, Atlanta, Georgia, and it is refreshing to see the sun out. I love when the sun is out and you can go and just enjoy the day. And I urge people that even though that I am a technology person, I do do a lot of development, therefore I'm in front of a computer a lot, I'm inside a lot, but you need to work out and like balance your life and make sure that you are enjoying what this world has to offer. But if you are listening in, you can call into the show at 347-994-1867. The number here is 994-347-994-1867. Yes, yes, folks. Um, I have to say that this has been a very interesting couple of days, uh, particularly since last, actually, talk about the last couple of weeks. This is Tech Ember, not September. This is Tech Ember because there are so many companies that are releasing and are announcing products so that they can take your money for a holiday season and beyond. And it is up to people like me, to be able to tell you the truth about what is going on with the technology world, what you need to pay attention to, and, and to try to remove yourself away from mindless debating about issues that simply do not matter. So the day's show is all about the truth, and really about the truth, are you living the truth? Now, what I mean by that, by living the truth, is whether or not if you are being honest and truthful to yourself about the devices that you currently own. Now, I understand that, you know, everybody has an opinion about certain things and their opinion is basically all emotional and since it's emotional, it's not logical. And there are a lot of people who are really just not that logical about certain things, particularly when it comes to technology. And you get end up getting into very passionate debates or arguments where the other person may feel honestly stupid. Am I allowed to say that? Let me check that with my moderator. Am I, am, am I okay to say that? Okay. I am. I just have to be honest with people. Now, the reason why I, I, I titled this show the way that it is is because 
for the past couple of days, ever since after, I would say, 3 o'clock Eastern time on Tuesday, on September 9th, that I've been in constant debates with people in person and online. And considering that today is also September 11th, 13 years ago, there was an incident that happened up in New York, and it changed this country forever. And so I would like to go ahead and give a moment of silence for those people that were affected by the tragic events of 9-11-2001. All right, folks, and thank you for that. Now, let's, let's continue on. The focus of conversation, or the, the, the focus on the technology industry right now is strictly dealing with Apple. It really, really is. And there, of course, the people that know me know that, yes, I'm definitely an Apple head. I am an Apple evangelist when it comes down to it. I've been like that for, okay, a long time, maybe a couple of decades. Still, the fact remains is that I'm a very objective person that has a true understanding of technology. Things that I, that I speak about is not of opinion. Everything that I say is based off of fact. So when it comes to the debate of what's going on in the technology world, I'm not speaking based off of just uh, off off of opinion, because that does nobody any good, and it kind of deflects on the reason why that that you are using the devices that you are that that you have. Now, granted, this isn't about really necessarily about iOS versus Android. It's really about be, being able to use the best device for your for your purpose. Henceforth, whenever a company comes out with a new product, just because you have something and that you have had features on there before doesn't necessarily mean that a particular company is catching up or there's a lack of innovation or that your device is so far ahead that nobody's using the features. Yeah, just listen to what I'm saying, actually. Because there's something that's been going on uh, since Tuesday about a picture that's, that's been going around, and it basically says that, dear iPhone 6 users, first I'd like to extend you a warm welcome to 2012. So what they're doing is that they're, they're comparing the iPhone 6 to the Nexus 4 that came out back in late 2012. And basically what they're saying is that they're – the features that were on the Nexus 4 is very similar to what Apple has introduced that's going to be into the next iPhone. I would break it down, but let's go ahead and say that, say that this is absolutely misleading. And the main reason why is that particularly that if you have a Nexus 4, then you really should be happy with your product. Because unlike 
other Android phones, you can actually update to the latest operating system while your brethren with HTC, Samsung, LG cannot when Google announces a new operating system. So as far as with a device, it's really not a bad device. Even in 2012, it's not a bad device. And I can even say with my iPhone 5 that came out at the same time, it is still a good phone. It's still a fast phone. It does everything that, for me, that I want to do with it. So when it comes down to all the different features, they talk about, you know, the 4.7-inch screen, the resolution. They talk about NFC payments and stuff like that. The truth of the matter is is that when it comes to, like, NFC, for instance, and I have quizzed a lot of people between the time I saw this to now, and I asked them specifically that what do you do with the NFC chip? The vast majority of them who have not only the Nexus products but the Galaxy products and the G series from LG, they're like, I don't know what that is. Okay. For those people that know what it is, when was the last time you used it? Their response? Oh, I've never used it before. Hmm. Really? So you've had a product that has had this feature in for a few years, yet you've never used it. But yet when... Hmm. Apple comes out with, with it, talks about specifically how to use it. Now it's like Apple's catching up. Listen, folks, here's the truth, and this is where it's important for you to live in the truth, is the fact is that just because you have a feature on your phone does not make it a superior product. Innovation is not about putting out features and seeing what sticks. Innovation is to come out with a feature that it will enrich your life, that will actually make a difference in your life, to make it better and has a specific function that makes things easier. So when it comes to the NFC part, Apple has specifically rolled out a service called Apple Pay. Google has a service called Google Wallet. They're pretty much the same. Google Wallet will use the NFC chip in your phone. But now when it comes to where do you use it, good question. Where's the security? If you put your credit card information in Google Wallet, where's the security of your credit card? Sometimes it's about being able to look and see what's out there and making it better, making it more secure, making it easier for users to use the product or that feature or service. And so a lot of people are going and particularly using this photo and because they have uh, your – simply because they have uh, a, a, an Android product, that somehow that is better. And then particularly what's funny is that they say, like, in 2016, you guys love wireless charging, water resistance, IR blasters, multi-user support, blah, 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 blah. And it's funny is that, like, even, like, when it comes, like, with wireless charging, how many of you Android people are using wireless charging right now? 
Now, I, I'm waiting, seriously. No, I mean, seriously, like, okay, if you call into the show at 347-994-1867, please tell me, when was the last time you used wireless charging on your, on your phone? I am still waiting. But, okay, so nobody's calling in right now. See, that's the whole point. Even with the wireless charging, honestly, it's an accessory. There isn't a phone out there that actually, yeah, wait, maybe a couple, that actually has wireless charging built in. Most of the time you have to have an add-on, and that add-on is actually specific to that phone, but it's also available for iPhone. There was a company that um, did wireless charging a couple years ago and was bought out, I think, by Nokia. But the technology is that you put your the, the wireless charger, the charging aspect of it is placed on your phone, acts as a case, and you just put it, Power Mat, for instance. That's the name of it. You put it onto the mat, and it starts charging. So, the re- but the reality is, is that, you know, people really didn't use it because it was expensive, and you have to have a bunch of different add-ons specifically for your phone. So it didn't work as well as it should. But there aren't you know, a whole lot of manufacturers that are putting that out there because it is an expensive add-on. People aren't going to pay pay for something that's expensive for pure convenience in that sense. They'll use it if it's added on to the if it's on the phone from the beginning. But right now, no, not not at all. So again, when it comes to like talking about the difference between iOS and Android, or specifically iPhone to any of these other phones, the truth of it is is that remove features. And talk about usability, how to use the phone. If you're using a phone and you can easily get to things that you use, then that product is for you. Let's take it on a grander scale when you talk about companies versus companies. You talk about Apple versus with Samsung. Samsung, for instance, uh, put together a series of ads, and that the ads six uh, six of them, and they act. They have a couple of actors who are dressed up like as if they're geniuses in, in in a room that would almost make people think of that's how back of an Apple store would look, where all the geniuses and you know with the repairs that go and stuff. And they talk about uh, Apple's failure of actually producing a good live stream for the first like I guess twenty five forty five minutes of the show. Well, it was twenty five minutes actually of the presentation, uh, people that were looking at the stream couldn't really connect. It kept dropping. The, they would freeze. But there was also another message talking about with some type of schedule or something, craziness. So people who were on there were like, well, okay, well, I'm having a problem with the stream. So Apple is a failure at it. So Samsung capitalized on that. And they made a, uh, an ad trying to poke fun, saying that Apple can't even have a even do a real a, a live stream. I'm not sure if they're really comparing numbers, but it had nothing to do with the amount of people actually really who were watching the stream. It was actually a very technical issue that somebody at Apple failed at. So. Yeah, it was Apple's, but at the same time, they actually got it corrected. So when it was most important, particularly with the introduction of Apple Pay and the introduction of the Apple Watch, there was no problems with the streaming at all. 
And then they also may poke fun as far as with the smartwatch. And here's the honest truth about even that. Samsung should never poke fun at a competitor that, one, has not released a product, fully announced, and, two, if you've already put out five different models of a watch and nobody's, watch, nobody's purchasing it, then why in the world are you going to go and poke fun at a competitor that hasn't even released it? You should be more concerned about Motorola, who actually put out a nicer product than you. So you, so even though it's like everybody's twisting and making it like mm, things are better, our product is better because we've been having these features for a long time, guess what? The truth of the matter, it, it, it's not. Because the vast majority of people and the vast majority of people who talk about Android and say that it's open, I simply say, show me. Because I have not had a person actually truthfully, honestly, show me on why having an open operating system is better for the end user or it's more customizable, show me. What can you do that I cannot do? Oh, well, you're talking about, well, my apps can talk to each other. Great. Let me see you do it. Or are you just repeating that because you read it from somewhere, but you never actually used it because in order for you to use it is actually difficult. It makes you think. And a lot of people who have these devices don't think. Henceforth, you have to acquire devices and technology that makes your life better, makes it easier, so that you have the time to be able to go out and enjoy life. Life, for instance, being able to go outside and exercise or walk, spend time with your family and friends. You've got to make sure that when you're going and you're looking at technology is that it has to get out of your way. It should be so easy. And this is why, where innovation comes in. And I could be repeating myself, but this is something I have to be able to, uh, that I have to talk about and have to drill into people's heads because otherwise you're going to consistently make the wrong choices. I am here to help you, to educate you, to make sure that you're making wiser decisions, not just to go out and get devices just because you think it's the latest and greatest. And just because you have iPhone 6 that comes out doesn't mean, and, and you have an iPhone 5S doesn't mean that you go out and buy an I, iPhone 6 simply because it's the newest thing. The truth of the matter is you got a 5S for a reason, so live with it for a little while. Get the iPhone 7 next year so that you can truly feel the difference in performance. So instead of a 25% increase in speed, you're getting a 50% increase in speed. That's where it's really difficult for people to truly understand is that stop living in the age of, of, of thinking that you have to have. You have to have. Learn with what you have. Enjoy what you have. That is part of living in the truth. Because even for me, when I go out to different conferences or different meetups, and when I exchange my information with people, particularly if they have an iPhone, 
And sometimes these are people that are in the world of technology who have iPhones. And I said, okay, let me airdrop that to you. Oh, wow, airdrop. I don't know how to use that. I've never had to use that before. Oh, okay, well, just go ahead and swipe up from the bottom. A lot of people will go and try to go into settings to look for airdrop, but it's actually right in front of their face. You just swipe up and go to the control center, and boom, there it is. And then all I do is just send my information and ask them to go and send their information to me. The same thing can be done even with the same thing can be done even with people who have Android. You have Wi-Fi Direct. You can share your information with people wirelessly. But try to explain that to somebody who has Android. It's difficult for them to know or to be able to use it. But in either case, I got a caller, so I am going to take this call. And let's see, the number is 404. You are on the air. To who am I speaking with? Hello, caller. Hello, hello. You are on the air. Okay. So they are not picking up, or is this my software? Okay, well, because I hear something in the background. Living in the truth is very important, even like when you're dealing with social networks, because part of the problem with social networks is really on how the dissemination of information gets out there. And there are people who actually believe things on what they may read on Facebook more so than a very credible news outlet. And the thing is that when it comes to getting that information, and it happens all the time, particularly like if there's something that like, oh, if a person dies and people are quick to, to post it up, like most recently like dealing like with Betty White. And it's funny because like people are like, oh, no, this actually happens, but you actually read it. And it says instead of dies, like D-I-E-S, it says D-Y-E-S. And people are believing it. They're not necessarily really reading the information, nor are they reading the actual article to find out that it's just her actually dyeing her hair. So part of that is actually dealing with how people just don't know how to read anymore, nor even know how to even form a correct and a correct question, not question, a form of a correct sentence, and use grammar the correct way. But that is really just dealing with technologies. These people have gotten lazier, and because of even maybe perhaps on how people are, or the circle of people that they have on social networks, sometimes it really may dumb them down. If you're consistently having to translate what somebody has has to say, you may start thinking, well, okay, that person may be a little bit more credible because they're speaking out of emotion and not really necessarily speaking from fact. They may be speaking from straight opinion. And, you know, that definitely is a, is is an issue. So, hmm, let's see. I think I got another caller. All right, this one is from uh, 404-815. You are on the air. Hello. So who am I speaking with? Great, silence. That's awesome. But that's cool. They're probably just listening in, which is awesome also. 
And I appreciate everybody that listens in. I love the feedback that I'm getting, and it definitely helps me refine my show uh, more. So that way that when I do get, you know, the true sponsorship and stuff, that I'll be able to expand the show to more than half an hour because there's a lot that I do talk about, and there really isn't a whole lot of time to really be able to talk about things. But you know what? I'm trying to get straight to the point with everybody here so that way that you're not completely overwhelmed with the information that I present to you. And so, again, going back to the truth of what technology is really all about, even when it comes to certain things, whether or not what I talked about earlier in the show, dealing with the, dealing with the, the iPhone versus Nexus 4, or just even posts that you may see on Facebook or even on Twitter, you have to be able to take the time to do your own research about what you're reading. Don't believe absolutely everything on the web because even another little sneaky thing that people may get caught up in is even on how advertising has changed. You know, you can still go on websites, you'll see banners and stuff for different companies and services, but now that you have something called native advertising to where the ads look like actual news articles from that website and you click on it and it's actually, a, it looks like an, it's an ad that's sponsored by another company that makes you believe that you're actually reading something actually credible. But in fact, it's not. It looks very spammy to me, and I, I really don't particularly care for it. But it's very important that you have to be careful on 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 how you receive the information. And and honestly, and I'll give you a key hint to one to the people that are actually listening in and that do listen to my show. If you have a question about something, you can call me. No, seriously, you can call me because this is what I do for a living. This is, I study this. I study this to stay completely informed about technology because I'm one of those people that, that is helping to shape the direction of technology. I'm not a person that is just sitting by idly and letting everything pass by. But because of the knowledge that I get, I share it with people that I know, which is all of you listeners, everybody that's paying attention to my show. So that's where things are when it comes to the truth. And so the other things that have happened this week is, and I may have touched on it earlier uh, this week on another show, but it's dealing like with Amazon. And I know normally I do talk about topics and news articles and news little nuggets at the beginning of the show, but I'm going to do it at the end of the show also. So like Amazon Fire, Amazon released a phone six weeks ago called the Amazon Fire Phone. And the big thing with the Fire Phone is that it's Amazon. It's supposed to have like this 3D perspective. It has a button called Firefly, which allows you to be able to quickly identify different products or TV shows that you may be watching, and it pulls up, and it really pulls up information directly from Amazon. The phone, when the phone came out, it's not really a bad-looking phone, honestly, because I went to the AT&T store, and you can only get it through AT&T. And it's not a bad-looking phone. It's just nothing that's really exciting. And when playing with it and, and studying it, uh, it's not, yeah, again, it's not really a 
bad phone. They have interface issues with it, but it's an Android-based phone, but they put the Amazon overlay on top of it, and so everything is geared more towards selling products on Amazon than it is to really benefit the consumer. But it was priced at $100, I'm not too, I mean $200 when it first came out. On Monday, they dropped it down to $0.99. Cents. So what that's a sign of is not for you to go out and buy the phone. It's to move, move away from the phone because what they're trying to do is move inventory, and they're not selling the product, and they're just trying to, AT&T is trying to get rid of their inventory. And at some point, Amazon will be like, okay, screw it, we're out. Now we're not going to support it. But unfortunately for those people who spent the money, the $200, and are on contract, you should have done your research a little bit better. But that's what I'm talking about because it is all about staying and living the truth in technology. Collect your information. Make wise decisions. Ask people that are knowledgeable and that are not simply trying to sell you. Even though I may talk about Apple, but I talk about Android also. Give me a Windows machine and I'll run circles around you when it comes to knowledge about it. But in the case, thank you for listening. I uh, hope everyone has a great weekend and I will talk to you next week. Have a good day. Please hang up and try again. The New York Times, Rolling Stone, and critics everywhere are all raving about Annihilation. It's not destroying. It's making something new. It's a mind-blowing experience. And now it's certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Annihilation. Rated R. Now playing.